Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message on the subject of discouragement. One of the devil's most effective tools in hindering the work of God is to discourage his people. Today's message examines the causes and cures for discouragement in our lives. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. I want to talk to you this morning about the causes of this disappointment, and then I want to talk to you about the victory over this disappointment. Let's talk first about the causes of this disappointment. Now, the reasons are obvious. It it involved what I call faulty memory. Remember, the devil plays with smoke and mirrors. He tries to deceive. And if he can deceive us, we'll hurt ourselves. We'll damage ourselves. And I've I've watched folks fall prey to this. I've watched them leave a good marriage. I've seen guys quit a good job. I've seen people leave a good church. I've seen people leave God in, in, in their walk with the Lord. I've sadly seen people leave life. Really, that's what suicide is, folks. People get hopeless. They get discouraged. They get despondent, and they take their own life. In Pilgrim's Progress, a Pilgrim was taken by giant despair and put in the dungeon of his castle. And he got so far into the slough of despond, he noticed in a quarter of the room all of the instruments of suicide. There, there was poison. There was a knife. And he was tempted to use them. You know what that was about? Faulty memory. Look at verse 3. Some of the causes of disappointment are the things we remember. Who is left among you that saw this house in her first glory? It had been 66 years since Solomon's temple had been destroyed. And now they were rebuilding the temple. But some of them looked at it and they said, man, this is junk compared to what it used to be. This seems so shabby. Folks, it's okay to remember the past. It's okay to remember the good memories of the good old days. But you know what we got to be careful of? If we're not careful, we won't visit the past. We'll settle down and we'll live in the past. We'll live in the past. And when we live in the past, it hinders the present. I would be the first one to tell you, I've been saved for 41 years And I would be the first one to tell you, I got saved back in 1973, and I would say that in the year 2014, that, that the whole situation with the church at large, Christians at large, it's not the same as it was. There's things about that that could get me discouraged. But you ever hear the expression, it is what it is? I think that applies here, folks. We can't live in the past. 
And sometimes we, we yearn for things to be the way they were. And when we do that, we can lose interest in the things that are now. Do you realize right now somebody is going to look back at these days and call them the good old days? If you can believe it. Man, you know, if we'd have known that the good old days were so good, back when we were living through them, we'd have probably enjoyed them more, wouldn't we? So memory is a good thing if you remember the right things. But for these Jews, memory had become a curse. And they chose to live in the past. And some were clinging tenaciously. Look at verses 4 and 5. Not only the things we remember, but how about the things we forget? If you look at verses 4 and 5, these verses remind us that the Lord was with them in the past. He was there when they crossed the Red Sea. He's the author of all of the miracles that Israel remembered in their illustrious history. But this same God still remembered his covenants and his promises that he had made 900 years earlier. And you know what he was saying to him in verses 4 and 5? I am standing today on all of those promises and covenants just like I did when I made them to Abraham. Amen. Folks, do you realize today in 2014 that our God is still the same God? His promises are still true. And he plans on standing on them today as much as he did and, and name the year, name the period of time in history or the time that you remember in your life as a Christian, he is just as much God today as he was then. And in verses 4 and 5, he reminds them of that. He says, my spirit remaineth among you. Folks, it, it wasn't a greater temple that they needed it wasn't about that. It wasn't better circumstances. You know what they needed? It wasn't a what. It was a who. Amen. Folks, I don't need different circumstances in my life. You don't need different circumstances in your life. You just need God. I just need God. I was wrestling with the Lord about something just the other day. And, of course, I was asking him to change something. And what I realized when I was done praying, what needed to change was the way I was looking at it. Because he's still here, folks. He said, my spirit remaineth among you. You see, they looked at that temple, remembered what it was like, that, that temple that was built by Solomon. And of course, they didn't have photographs. Oh, someone could have painted a picture of it, I suppose. But, but most of what they had was oral tradition, descriptions. And you know how that can be. You know how that can be. Someone sees something and they describe it later. Man, it can get bigger. It can get more spectacular. Uh, you that are fishermen, you know, you know the fastest time of, of, of growth in a fish's life is from the time it's caught until the time it's described. Okay, isn't that when a fish grows the most? Sure. And they remembered the grandeur of Solomon's temple. But you see, folks, God didn't see a difference. 
They were discouraged by the difference. But God was not. Because God was going to meet with his people in that temple as much as he had met with them in Solomon's temple. It wasn't about what they used to have and what was, but it was about the God who always was and always will be and who was with them then. What was he telling them? Forget about the past. Forget about who isn't there. Forget about the things you don't have any longer. These things are gone. God is here. He's saying, I never left. Hebrews 13, 5 says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Not unlike Peter who's walking on the water and gets distracted by the waves and the storm, the same thing happens to us. We're walking on water. We got our eyes on the Lord. And pretty soon we get distracted by circumstances and we get our eyes off of the Lord and we begin to sink. Why? Because we're looking at circumstances and not at him. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Paul says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Folks, it's about his glory. It's about his honor. Look at verse 3. Look at the second part of verse 3. Notice the comparisons that they were making. The old people wept when they saw the foundation of the new temple. In their eyes, the new temple was less than nothing. It seemed like it wasn't worth the time and effort. If we're not careful, we'll be caught up in the comparison game. The Bible says they comparing themselves among themselves are not what? Wise. You know, a lot of times why people leave their family, leave their spouse, leave their marriage, they start comparing who they married to what they think is out there. Folks, there in a day that goes by that I don't realize that I'm married way over my head. I've told her more than once, you ever decide to leave me, I'm going with you. <laughs> People start making comparisons. We remember the past as being so much better than the present. And you know what that does? That makes the present seem worse than it is. Why do we want to live in the past? and fret about the future when the only day we have control over is today. I can only live in one day. I could try to live in the past. I could try to bring some of that over, but it won't work. It's gone. I could try to live in the future, but all I'm going to do is borrow anxiety by doing that. And you know what happens? We live in the past, we live in the future, and then the time that we can live right now, we miss it. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message on the subject of discouragement. One of the hardest things about discouragement is that we tend to accept discouraging thoughts as true, when in fact, God has better days planned ahead for our future. Today, we're reminded that God is in control, and for the Christian, our best days are assuredly ahead of us. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, Care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. 
Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.